This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. It's fair, 28 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Tuesday. It's the 8th day of February 2022. Rich Molders with your KVOM Morning News Watch. And we've got some nice weather in store for you today. Sunny skies, a high of 62. Clear tonight, a low of 33. Sunny and 61 on Wednesday. Wednesday night's low 34 under clear skies. And sunny Thursday with a high of 59. Right now, fair in 28 at the KVOM studios. And let's congratulate our employee of the day. It is Chelsea Wagaman at Step by Step in Perryville. Taking a look at obituary announcements this morning, Charles Allen Hill, age 68 of Perryville, died Monday, January 31st. Graveside service will be held this afternoon at 2 at Cherry Hill Cemetery in Perryville, with Dennis Huggs delivering the eulogy and Jim Hill delivering the message. Arrangements are by Bob Nealon's son's funeral home of Moralton. Brenda Wade Thomas McLean, age 71, of Moralton, died Wednesday, February 2nd. She is survived by her husband, O'Neill McLean, her son, Marcellus Wade, two stepdaughters, Tana McLean Wade and Charlisa Howard, two stepsons, Ozell McLean and James Heitch, four sisters, three brothers, and three grandchildren. Visitation will be Friday, February 11th, 3 to 5 p.m., Advance Wilson and Jarrett Funeral Directors. Funeral service for Brenda Wade Thomas McLean will be Saturday, February 12th at 10 a.m. at Hickory Hill Baptist Church in Moralton by Pastor Charles E. Brown. The body will lie in repose from 9 until service time. Arrangements by Wilson and Jarrett Funeral Home of Moralton. Deborah Lynn Robinson, age 61, of Springfield, died Friday, February 4th. She was a janitor and of the Baptist faith and is survived by her mother, Sally Metters France of Springfield, several cousins, her aunt Sue Polk, and three stepbrothers. A private burial will be held at a later date with arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Charlotte Waters Limmer Schneider, age 78, of Moralton, died Saturday, February 5th. She was a member of Plummerville First Baptist Church, was retired from L'Oreal and Johnson & Johnson. She is survived by her son, Steve Limmer of Moralton, sister Shirley Crawford of Springfield, brother C.D. Waters of Moralton, five grandchildren and two great-grandchildren, among others. A memorial service for Charlotte Waters Limmer Schneider will be held Thursday, February 10th at 10 a.m. at Plummerville First Baptist Church, with Brother Wesley Brown officiating. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Nina Faye Tubbs-Smith, age 50, died on Sunday, February 6th. She was of the Baptist faith and is survived by her father and stepmother, Donnie Tubbs and Sheila of Missouri, three sons, Joshua Neil Bridgman, Ace Cameron Anthony Smith, and Chance Allen Wyatt Smith, all of Center Ridge, daughters Ashlyn Deanne Nicole White of Conway, and Rachel Destiny Dawn Trimmer of Springfield, three brothers, two sisters, eight grandchildren, and many other friends and relatives. Visitation will be Thursday, February 10th, from 6 to 8 p.m. at Bob Neal and Sons Chapel in Moralton. Funeral service will be Friday, February 11th at 10 a.m. in the same location with Pastor Wesley Howell officiating. Arrangements are by Rosewood Funerals and Cremations of Moralton and Conway. Francis T. Spates, age 91, died Sunday, February 6th. 
She was a member of Sacred Heart Catholic Church for over 70 years, where she also served on the Altar Society for several years. She is survived by her son, David Spates of Benton, two daughters, Marianne Jones and Linda Viefhouse, both of Moralton, two sisters, eight grandchildren, 13 great-grandchildren, and four great-great-grandchildren, along with many nieces, nephews, and other family and friends. Rosary will be Wednesday, February 9th, 6 p.m., at Bob Neal and Sons Funeral Home in Moralton, with visitation Wednesday night from 6.30 until 8. Funeral Mass for Francis T. Spates will be Thursday, February 10th at 10 a.m. at Sacred Heart Catholic Church in Moralton, with burial following at Elmwood Cemetery. Arrangements are by Bob Neal and Sons Funeral Home of Moralton. Roger Quince Surratt, age 72, of Louisiana, died on Sunday, February 6th, He served in the United States Army in Vietnam from 1969 to 1970 and graduated from USL in 1975. He is survived by three daughters, Catherine Jean Mavasagi, Elizabeth Ann Boyd, and Rebecca Lynn Heatherwick. The mother of his daughters, Josette Cook Surratt, all of Lafayette, Louisiana. One sister, Cindy Surratt Clarkson of Louisiana. One brother, Dennis Surratt of Moralton eight grandchildren, and five nieces and nephews. Visitation will be Wednesday, February 9th, 2.30 to 4 p.m. at Walter's Funeral Home in Lafayette, Louisiana, with a memorial service at 4 p.m. Memorial donations may be made to the Disabled American Veterans or through the gift of your time to a veterans organization. 7.37, fair and 28 degrees at the KVOM studios on our way to a high of 62 with sunshine today. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. Coming up on 739, fair and 28 degrees at the KVOM studios. The City of Apollo has been awarded a Facilities for Underdeveloped Neighborhoods Park Grant by the Arkansas Department of Parks, Heritage, and Tourism. The $60,000 grant will be used to install new play equipment and improve access at Apollo City Park. Apollo's grant is part of $3.6 million in outdoor recreation grants awarded Monday to projects within 25 counties across the state. Among the other recipients, the city of Russellville, which was awarded a $180,000 matching grant for upgrades to its city park. Nonprofit organizations in Conway County can now go to arcf.org slash givingtree to apply online for Giving Tree grants through the Conway County Community Foundation, an affiliate of the Arkansas Community Foundation. Applications must be submitted online by February 15th. John Gibson, Executive Director of the Conway County Community Foundation, encourages all local nonprofit organizations to apply. Our spring Giving Tree grant program opened for online for applications on January the 10th. Mm-hmm. As of of yesterday evening, we've only got eight applications for this year. So you nonprofits that are listening out there, go ahead and get your applications in. Grants typically range from 250 to $2,500. 
and this year the foundation has over $23,000 available to be awarded. Requests for all types of grants will be considered, but the Community Foundation is especially interested in awarding grants that address the four Aspire Arkansas pillars, education, health, family, and community. Priority is given to organizations based in Conway County. However, the Community Foundation will consider applications from organizations based in other areas if they can demonstrate their programs will provide services to people in Conway County. Any IRS 501c3 public charity, public school, government agency, or hospital in Conway County is eligible to apply. Other applicants may be considered if the project has a clear charitable purpose for the public benefit. Grants are not made to individuals. Applications will be reviewed by a grant-making committee from the Conway County Community Foundation. Benny Baker, a native of Moralton, has announced his candidacy for the vacant Ward 1 Position 2 seat on the Moralton City Council, formerly held by David Andrews. Baker is a previous four-term member of the council who served as chairman of the Parks and Recreation Commission. He moved back to Moralton following his role as director of sales and marketing at the Arlington Resort Hotel and Spa in Hot Springs in 2011. Before moving to Hot Springs, Baker was general manager of the Winthrop Rockefeller Conference Center on Pettigene Mountain and executive director of the Ozark Camp and Conference Center at Saugahatchee. Baker is a past president of the Arkansas Hospitality Association Lodging Board, Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce, and Downtown Association of Hot Springs. He also served as vice president of Oaklawn Rotary in Hot Springs, a member of the National Park College Hospitality Advisory Committee and Arkansas Tech University Hospitality Accreditation Committee. Baker's currently a member of the Moralton Rotary Club. Baker said he'd like to join the Moralton Council team and add the experience he has gained through the years with ideas to implement additional growth in the community. Based out of Moralton, Baker is the director of sales for the Fairfield Bay Conference Center. He's married to Pamela Brewer Baker, and they have two children, Cassandra Baker Ragazzoni and Brandon Baker, and four grandchildren. The Bakers are members of Moralton First Baptist Church. The number of new cases of coronavirus being reported in Arkansas continues on a rapid descent, but the number of deaths being reported daily remains high. In Monday's update from the Arkansas Department of Health, just 729 new cases of the virus were noted in the state, but 36 additional deaths were recorded. The number of active cases in the state declined by more than 5,000 for the day to just over 33,000, and the number of patients hospitalized in Arkansas dropped by 16 from the previous day. Locally, just one new case was reported in Conway County and two in Perry County on Monday. The number of active cases in Conway County declined by 51 for the day to 256. The South Conway County School District this morning is reporting that nine students have tested positive for the virus. The number of active cases in Perry County declined by 17 to 118. Both counties recorded an additional death on Monday. There have now been 52 COVID-related deaths in Conway County and 30 in Perry County since the pandemic began. The University of Arkansas Community College at Moralton has opened the application period for its Fall 2022 Practical Nursing Program. The highly competitive program is limited to 48 applicants, and college spokesperson Mary Clark encourages anyone interested in the nursing program at UACCM to begin the application process as soon as possible. We are taking online applications for that. There is an exam called the PACS test that uh, students must take, uh, prospective students must take. They, uh, can, uh, they can take the test before they apply, but we give that test uh, Mondays through Thursdays, um, and they can come by, sign up for a date, pay the, the fee, um, and the sooner the better on that because that class will begin in fall, the fall semester in August. 
Clark says the application period for the registered nursing program will begin on March the 1st. Those classes will begin in January of 2023 and are also limited to 48 applicants. For more information, visit uaccm.edu. Now 744, let's check our market report. Here's Jenny Knight of Edward Jones in downtown Moralton. On Wall Street, there were no major moves to start the week, with equities bouncing around the flat mark for most of the day. The S&P 500 fell 0.4%, but is coming off the best weekly gain so far this year. Global equities were mostly higher, led by Asian markets. Meanwhile, bonds were little changed, with the 10-year benchmark treasury yield holding above 1.9%, the highest level since December 2019. Encouraging corporate earnings announcements, along with stronger job growth last week, offered a boost to sentiment, while ongoing concerns around Fed rate hikes and geopolitical risks stemming from the potential Russian invasion of Ukraine continue to represent headwinds. The Dow closed at 35,091, up one point. NASDAQ closed at 14,015, down 82 points. Volume was heavy as 938 million shares traded hands on the big board. Taking a look at stocks of interest to Arkansans, AT&T was down $0.15 cents at $23.93. Bank of America was up $0.23 cents at $48.51. Centerpoint Energy was up $0.19 cents at $28.08. Deer & Company was up $2.71 at $372.20. Energy Corporation was down $1.24 at $109.66. Under Armour was up $0.15 cents at $16.58. Simmons Bank was up $0.03 cents at $28.79. Regions Financial was up $0.22 cents at $24.47. Southwestern Energy was down $0.09 cents at $4.58. Tyson Foods was up $10.80 at $99.09. Walmart was down $1.37 at $137.96. Live Ramp was up $0.55 cents at $43.94. And your public group was up $0.23 cents at $36.55. Next Era Energy was down $0.33 cents at $75.68. Natural Gas was down $0.28 cents at $4.28. Precious Metals were higher. Gold was up $14.20 at $1,822. Silver was up $0.56 cents at $23.03. I am Jenny Knight, Branch Office Administrator with Edward Jones, Doug Cahill's office, North Smooth Street, downtown Moralton. On our community calendar, a joint meeting of the Conway County Quorum Court's Budget and Finance and Personnel and Governmental Committees will be held today at noon at the courthouse in Moralton. The Atkins School Board meets in regular session tonight at 5 in the district's multipurpose board building. The Perry County Extension Service is offering a series of beginning farmer classes via Zoom. A class on exploring markets will be held Tonight at 6, it's $10. Registration available online at farmandfoodsystems.uada.edu slash classes. The Moralton Knights of Columbus will meet at 7 o'clock tonight. The UAMS Mobile Mammovan will provide on-site mammograms for women 40 and over at the Conway County Health Unit in Moralton, Thursday starting at 9. Mammograms are by appointment only. You must call 800-259-8794 to schedule an appointment. Tree City Moralton and the Arkansas Forestry Service will sponsor a free tree pruning class taught by arborist Harold Fisher Thursday morning at 10 at the Rialto in downtown Moralton. Tree pruning demonstrations will take place outside at 11 and the tree board will have a planning session following the class. Registration for the class is requested by calling Catherine Marlowe at 
1-800-242-2171 or by emailing treecitymoralton at gmail.com. UACCM is offering three upcoming international travel opportunities open to UACCM students and employees, as well as the general public. The scheduled tours are to Spain and Morocco in May of 2022, South Africa in May of 2024, and Ireland, Wales, and England in spring of 2025. Informational sessions will be held Thursday at 12.15 and 6 p.m. and Friday at noon at the UACCM University Center, room 216. And the Moralton Lodge of Freemasons will meet Thursday night at 7. Thank you, as always, for tuning in to KVOM's Morning News Watch. And we want to remind you at this time that our News Watch is available on the KVOM podcast channel. You can subscribe for free by going to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeart, or SoundCloud, or just find it on our website or our free mobile app. Our weekday morning News Watch podcast is brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. 749, it's fair and 28 degrees at the KVOM studios. A little later on, we'll visit with Brandy Cochran with the Department of Human Services to talk about foster care. Up next, Eric Tyler joins us with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. KVM's Newswatcher of Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Marlton's senior boys basketball team has a chance to clinch the 4A4 conference championship outright with a win tonight over Subiaco Academy. The Devil have a two-game lead in the conference race over the Trojans and Dardanelle with just two games remaining. Tonight's game at Subiaco is boys only and starts at 6 p.m. Segerhart has its senior night against St. Joseph tonight. They'll play senior girls and boys games starting at 6 p.m. And we'll have a broadcast of those games for you live on KVOM FM 101.7 online at KVOM.com and on the KVOM app. It's also senior night for Nemo Vista and Wonderview tonight. Nemo Vista takes on Western Grove for senior girls and boys games starting at 5.30 p.m. And Center Ridge, one of you plays host to Kingston for senior girls and boys games starting at 6 o'clock. The 2022 Moralton High School football schedule is out, and a conference change naturally brings a lot of changes to the schedule. The Devil Dogs will still open the regular season against Russellville in a Week 0 matchup at Devil Dogs Stadium on August 26th. The only other non-conference game on the schedule is September 2nd at Clarksville. Devil Dogs will then start their eight-game 5A Central Conference schedule at Valonia on September 9th. The conference home opener comes the following week, September 16th, against Joe T. Robinson. Marlton will then proceed to play at BB, at home against Watson Chapel, at Whitehall, at home against Maumelle, at Pine Bluff, and at home against Mills in successive weeks, ending the regular season on October 28th before having an open date on week 10 of the season just prior to the first round of the state playoffs. Preseason action for the Devil Dogs includes a maroon-gray scrimmage on August 12th and a scrimmage at Conway on August 16th. History will be made in Bud Walton Arena tonight as the Arkansas Razorback men's team plays host to the nation's number one team for the first time ever in that facility. Auburn brings a 19-game win streak and a 22-1 overall record into the matchup against the Red Hot Razorbacks who have won their last eight games overall 
Tip-off is set for 6 p.m. with live coverage on our sister station, 99.3, the Eagle. 7.52 now as we look at weather on this Tuesday morning. Current conditions in Moralton, humidity is at 100% with calm winds, barometric pressure at 30.23 inches. Our low temperature this morning, 23 degrees. High yesterday was 53. A year ago today, the low was 29 with a high of 41 no rain the last 24 hours at KVOM. Total for the year remains at 5.81 inches. Sunset this evening is 546. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 704. And a forecast calls for sunny skies today. Afternoon high near 62 degrees. Mostly clear tonight with a low around 33. Then sunny and 61 tomorrow. Upper 50s Thursday, maybe mid-60s on Friday. And again, no making rain at all this week. Right now, fair skies, 28 degrees in Moralton at 753 on KVOM. Newswalk continues in just a moment. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. It is 7.57 now on KVOM. And on our close-up segment this morning, we're joined on the phone by Brandy Cochran, the Department of Human Services here in Conway County. Good morning to you, Brandy. Good morning. All right. It's good to have you on with us this morning and talking about what's going on there at DHS, particularly in the, just in the uh, area of foster care. And, of course, a great need here in Conway County. So just kind of kind of kick us up, kind of where we are uh, locally as far as uh, foster care and kind of what uh, what you guys do there at DHS. Okay. Um, as Eric said, my name is Brandy Cochran. I'm the supervisor for DCFS for Division of Children and Family Services there in Conway County. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit this morning about um, what we do, what we provide, the services that we provide for foster children, as well as children that are remaining in the home with their parents that, that need to have services to remain safely there. Um, we provide all types of services for our children and our families in Conway County. Um, and I just wanted to let everybody know that we are um, we are also partnering, partnering with um, CASA, which is um, court-appointed special advocates, and those people are um, volunteers, and they're appointed to the foster families um, when we're in court. We're partnering with the Child Advocacy Center. Um, they provide counseling services and um, interviews for um, investigations and provide services to those families, and also with the call, and the call helps us recruit and open uh, foster homes in Conway County. Um, at this current moment we have one open foster home in conway county and we have about 75 foster children which means most of our children are placed outside of the county Um, we're in desperate need of foster homes in conway county um, to help with our children when they do have to be removed from their family um, for their safety Um, it's a lot easier to be able to keep our children in conway county because when we remove them from their family and we place them outside of the county, we're taking them away from everything. They're leaving their schools, they're leaving their friends, their ball teams, their churches. 
Um, and if we could get homes in Conway County that could help with our children, that would help remain a little bit of stability for our kids when they do have to go through the, the foster care process. Sure. Um, and, if you're interested yep. in doing foster care um, or even volunteering with DHS uh, to um, help provide needs for the children, you can go on to um, fosterarkansas.org, and that's an inquiry page, and you can fill that out, and someone will contact you about how to begin the process of foster care, um, what can be done to help volunteer with our children and with our staff. Um, that's a really helpful site, and it can answer a lot of questions for you if you are interested. Um, and we're also going to try to start doing events monthly, uh, often so that we can raise awareness. And our first event is going to be on April 2nd. We're going to have an Easter event. Um, it's either going to be, depending on COVID numbers, will be how it's set up. Um, but I'll have more information on the time and the location for that um, next month. Um, but I would love to see our community come together for our children, um, for our families that need us, that need the support from us to um, safely care for their children. Um, you can contact me if you have questions, if you, you know, are interested in volunteering or interested in, in opening as a foster home, you can reach out to me. I'm at the local DHS office there in Conway County. Uh, my phone number is 501-589-7939, um, and I would be happy to answer any questions or, or get you any information that you may be interested in to help our kids, because they're all our kids. Um, and we want to keep them close to home. Yep, absolutely. Uh, obviously, open a, a foster home and, and you know taking in foster kids is a pretty big commitment. How um, you know kind of what, what all really goes into that in that process, or uh, you know how how difficult is it to to have a to be a foster parents? Um, it, it's it's really not that difficult to be a foster parent. Um, you we you know we do. Um, strenuous background checks, obviously, um, we check out your home, make sure your home is safe and appropriate. Um, and, you know, we are able to put children there. Um, my staff and I provide great support for our foster homes that are in Conway County, as well as the call and CASA. They're great supports for our foster homes. Um, there, there's a lot of support out there for foster homes. And, you're, you know, you're not in this alone. You're not in this alone. And foster homes, foster parents do a tremendous, tremendous job um, it, it's a hard job. No, I'm not. I'm not going to even try to to you know downplay that. Fostering is a hard job, but fostering can be so rewarding, and these children can stay close to home, and they can continue with their things that their normal you know their normal everyday lives as best they can. You know, it's easier for them um, to visit with their parents and their grandparents because they're here close and they're local and. You know, we do those visits. You know, we do visits with foster children and their parents every week. And if we've got kids placed three hours away in Monticello, you know, that makes it for a really long day for our kids. Um, so, you know, the closer they are to home, the easier it's going to be. The, the process and the transitions are going to be so much easier um, on our children. Absolutely. All right. So uh, very important uh, to get some, uh, have people step up and, and be foster parents, open their home. Uh, to that great need in Conway County. So, Brandy, thank you so much. Anything else you want to pass along this morning? Well, and even if you can't foster, there's always there's always opportunities to volunteer. We need volunteer transporters that can help take our kids to doctor's appointments, um, you know, counseling appointments, those kind of things. Um, I mean, we have 75 children, roughly, on average, all the time, 75 foster children. 
and I have five staff and two assistants. And so any help that we can get to help our children remain safe and comfortable would be greatly appreciated. Okay. All right. Brandy, it's good talking to you, and we will do it again next month. Brandy Cochran with uh, DHS and DCFS uh, this morning. Thank you so much. Thank you, Eric. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.